And Carroll. He'll drive in. Spin in and lay it in. Well, that's normally spins the other way. Nice little counterfeit of a fella. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. That means it's two days from now is the 2022 NBA Draft. The number one overall pick, the Orlando Magic. Number two is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Number three, the Houston Rockets. And guys, we've been doing NBA Draft stuff for a couple weeks now. And it's felt like the entire time that one, two, in some order, Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren. And then at number three, it felt like a lock. Paolo Bancaro, number three to the Rockets, because, you know, he's kind of looked at better than the guys that will go four, five, six, but not on the same level as the guys that go one, two. So number three was kind of where everyone just put him, number three. Well, in the last couple of days, things have changed in the market. And this reminds me a little bit of what happened with Trayvon Walker in the NFL, where it just started like the, that, the odds movement started happening fast with uh, Trayvon to go number one to the Jaguars. So in the last couple of days, Bancaro went from 18 to 1 to 4 to 1 on DraftKings to be the number one overall pick. Superbook Sports opened Bancaro 16 to 1. Uh, he went to 4 to 1. Bet MGM has seen a four percentage point increase on Bancaro number one. Um, there are four to one. Caesars had him at three to one. What do we what do we what do we make of this? Because I mean, we're going from 16 to 9 to 4 in the matter of 24 hours here for Bancaro to be number one. There's, Something's happening here where someone thinks something and then yeah. everyone else is jumping on board. Yeah, I, I'm still waiting on the information. I, I, no reputable right. mock draft that's available has mocked Bancaro number one overall. So, and not he's also just leapfrogged Chet Holmgren because that was it, right? It was Jabari versus Chet. Who was going to go number one? Bancaro just hanging around there as the third favorite. He is. He now jumped that spot to be the second favorite. And remember, Jabari Smith just a couple weeks ago was minus four hundred, right. minus four fifty, and now you can get him as low as minus. I see minus one thirty four over at points bet. So it's not just following the mock drafts. I mean, there's a lot of movement going on here with a bunch of players that we can talk about in a few minutes. But you're right. Somebody knows something. There's a lot of steam. There's a lot of steam. And is it just speculation, sharp, sharp money, reports of sharp money, and, and everybody's trying to jump in. I'm not sure exactly what it is right now. Well, I don't know. Is there something to this, all this stuff about Chet Holmgren not providing his medicals to certain teams? Because when that news started to break four or five days ago, that's when all this started shifting as well. I think this is I just feel it. like that where there's smoke, there's fire. Something weird is going on. The other thing is um, Ryan Rossillo, and you know he does podcast with the Ringer, but he's uh, also connected to people in the NBA. That's kind of his niche. Mm -hmm. He said that um, Holmgren wants to play in Oklahoma City. He's kind of making that clear. Chris Stapps Porzingis did this to the Sixers. He didn't want to play in Philadelphia. That was in the middle of the process, the tank. He didn't want to play there. He wouldn't work out for the Sixers. They ended up taking uh, Julian Okafor, which was a bad pick. And then uh, Porzingis ended up going the next pick to the – to the New York Knicks, whatever year that was, 14, maybe 15. I've lost track of the years now. But I wonder, I'm trying to piece together the all this we have. Maybe the Magic never really loved Jabari Smith and they wanted Chet Holmgren, but if he didn't want to play there, then they would go to their next guy. Could their, could their board look like Holmgren, 
Banchero Smith, and that is causing the issue now? If they can't have Holmgren, he won't play for them. They'll just take Paolo Banchero? I honestly don't know. And, like, that's where we've been throughout. Three bigs, top three picks. The order, not positive. For a while, the, the odds were telling us it's Jabari Smith. And mm-hmm. today, the odds are telling us two days out of the draft, okay, Jabari Smith is still your favorite, but we don't know. It could be any of those three. That's that's the, the crazy part here. I mean, there there was a 20-to-1 out there just a few days ago, and now you look at it, Caesars has a plus 175 on Baron Carroll to go number one overall. That's it. That's it. So, I mean... Th- there's obviously something there. And I'm not sure if the books are just following the betting market or are the books getting sharper money? Because remember, the bets on these are also limited. So it's yep. not like you can bet whatever you want on these. Now, the tough part is this is an information market. And when there's movement, late movement, a lot of the times it's on. It's about the information. So... Do that what you will. And obviously, Trayvon Walker is fresh is fresh in our minds, too. So we're going to make that comp. But we, we have seen in previous drafts, NFL, NBA, a couple days out, you know, there's some smoke, but it's inaccurate. Now, mm-hmm. if this is Thursday morning, uh, I'd be saying, oh, Ben Carroll. So we st- we're going to prob- we're definitely going to see more movement on this one. But from a pure talent standpoint, don't some experts and analysts think that Bancaro is better than Chet Holmgren? Yep. And Jabari Smith. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people say yeah. he's the best player in the draft. I, exactly. I wonder if- and they've had him on their big board this whole time, but maybe they didn't think that the Magic wanted him. And so that's, I, I don't know. I, I don't, it just seems like something weird flipped in the last five days. And I don't know if it has to do with the Chet medicals or what. So I, I actually, I think you hit it, Aaron. I think something about Chet Holmgren is turn them off. Yeah, or, or it's changed the game here. Whether he doesn't want to play in Orlando, or he won't provide the medicals, and maybe that's why Orlando is not going to take him at one. I wonder if. So another thing that could happen is a trade could happen here. If Chet is forcing his way to number two, or kind of you know, kind of elbowing his way to number two, and the Magic like Paolo better than Jabari Smith, couldn't there just be a one and three swap? Where the Rockets and Magic make a trade? And oh, okay. So trade. Oh. See that—that's the part you have to be careful about if because you're betting. Because they could go to the teams you think, but the wrong spots. Right, right. Because the the bets that are available in most places, you can bet one, two, three, four, five. Player, spot, team does not matter. Right. Team does not matter. Um, there are some markets that do have that, but they don't have it available for every team. It's a lot of the major market teams like the Bulls and the Knicks, teams like that. But that, see, a trade, which is something you all, you have to keep in mind, could throw everything off, which, which is a big reason that a lot of people, especially once you get outside the top few picks, they just stick with the overs and unders instead of trying yes. to land a specific player with a specific team at a specific spot. It's like you want to remove some of those variables. And these trades happen in the NBA all the time. Like you, you go through a draft and you might get, you might get confused with what the order was to start off. That's, that's how many trades happen. And, and there's sometimes there's small ones. Like wasn't it Trey Young and Luca 
those two teams were not separated by much many spots in the draft. It was like three and yeah. five, and they swapped it, and they had something else, and everyone got who they wanted, and they, they all walked away happy. So that's possible too. So we'll, we'll keep far, an eye on this. How far do you think Chet can fall? You think he gets past two? No, I think I think he's a no. thunder. Okay, just saying. I'm just asking that because if he were to, if you think there's a chance that he falls past two at three, he's thirteen to one, and at four, there's a fifty-five to one. So what would this require for this all to happen? So we have to go Palo one. Jabari Smith two, and then Chet's the one that falls down to three or four. Yeah, it's well. I mean, Jaden Ivy, can he get it? Can he get it? Crack the top three. Yeah, it is weird. It feels like there's less information about who these teams like than than we've had in years past. Mm-hmm. You know, we just assume like, oh, they'll probably take him, and the mocks say they'll probably take him. But you know, isn't there usually a story out there too? Like, man, you know, Orlando loves. Jabari Smith, they, or they love Chet Holmgren. There's, there's not really anything out there about any of these teams. But it's also interesting to take a look at how some sports books feel about the number three overall pick, right? Like, let's say that. Bankero. Fandle still has him at minus 750 to go number three overall, which is, no, no, do not make that bet, people. <laughs> uh, but there are other books, like Bet365 has minus 175. For Bancaro to go number three. Yeah, he's a favorite, but they're right. not quite sure what's going to happen there because of all this, Steve, about him going number one. Uh, Ivy's the favorite to go number four. And some are in that 180 range, and some are up to minus 400. You know? It's just, it's really all over the map. There, So this is, when we preach price shop, here you go. I mean, here's a perfect example of it. And last week we started talking about Ben Matherin and all the steam that he was getting. Mm-hmm. And I saw our, our buddy Sam Panianovich talk about that as well, about that he could go number five. I heard I saw a couple reputable mock drafts put Matherin at number five. So a lot of people have been betting the under. That's been a mover. It opened at eight and a half. It's sitting at six and a half right now. And Matherin for number five overall, it's there's a plus six fifty. But there's also a plus a thousand over at Caesars. So, I mean, just another example. There's a million of them about shopping around. You can get double, triple the odds if you take the time. If you know there's a bet you want to make, just look at all your available sports books because we, you can literally double, triple your winnings. Yeah, I think we also could, should correlate our props too. If you if you're if you if you feel like you have information or you feel like I've got a, a, a hunch on something. So you mentioned Matherin, right? Six it's six and a half is prop. And you could bet him yeah. under uh, to go top five or wherever. And you mentioned um, Sammy P thinks that could happen. Well, if he's going top five, guess who isn't? Keegan Murray. There's mm-hmm. only so many top five spots, right? So if we have it Smith, Holmgren, Banchero, uh, and we throw uh, Jaden Ivey in there, that's four. So that and means Murray's if- the favorite to be the fifth right now. So that if Matherin goes five, then Murray cannot be a top five pick. There's just. It's only five spots for five players. I love this. is so fun. Uh, what what you just said, I want to go back to about correlating your props. And I, I agree with that idea. But if you correlate your props and there's a move in the top five that throws it off, you're in trouble. It could make all your bets wrong. Yep. So be, be careful. 
<laughs> like they, they could all be thrown off because of because of one trade or one move, one shocking thing to happen up there. Yeah. And then we could have more of those. I mean, it's a weird I mean, I feel like it's becoming harder to figure out where these players are going than in, in past years. We don't watch most of these guys. I mean, Shaden Sharp, we've talked about him a lot the last couple of weeks. None of us yeah. ever watched him play. He's going to go in the top 10. I mean, I, nobody's watched him play. <laughs> yeah, a couple of years, the man hasn't played, but he's talented and people are buying into it. Sure. Okay, here, here's something else that I noticed. So I was looking at all of the movers, and we always talk about, especially with the draft, bet early. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people jumping in over the next 48 hours. And yeah, we're seeing movement finally. Finally, we're seeing some drastic movement at the top of the draft. So I took a look at all the names that are listed that have moved at least two spots, like Matherin would qualify. He went from eight and a half down to six and a half. There are eight movers of at least two, two draft position spots, okay? Seven of the eight the number has gone down, meaning they're a, quote, riser in the draft. Mm. Seven of eight. One of the eight, the number's gotten larger, moving down the board. Doesn't sound fair to me that mm -hmm. you're just going to keep shortening every number, but that that's what's happening, and that's why we tell you to try to bet as early as possible. Yeah, that I mean, that hurts. I mean, if you're, if you're jumping in now, you missed it. You missed a lot of those numbers. You're the, I mean, Jalen Williams, 23 and a half to 18 and a half, five spots. Blake Wesley, 25 and a half down to 21 and a half. A lot of steam there with Wesley. Uh, Abaji, uh, that one's interesting because I'm seeing people that are down on him that could see him sliding in the draft, but his number's gotten shorter from 15 and a half down to 13 and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're coming in now, that that's changed significantly. Aaron, what do you what do you think on the Wizards? I keep looking at them. They're at ten, right? Yeah, um, I see them. I think they're gonna go. I don't, probably Shaden Sharp, right? I don't know. I was listening to Seth Greenberg, and he really likes Jeremy Show oh, Sohan. I can't even say his name, Sohan, and then Malachi yeah. Branham. He thinks just from you take the top three out. And from pure talent standpoint, he really likes those two guys and Jaden Ivey. So I thought that was interesting this morning. Looking a lot at of Johnny Davis love to Washington. That's what I was thinking. Yep. So that would be 10. Well, right now the, the story is Bradley Beal might go to the Lakers too. <laughs> I saw those. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. You will be really upset over that one. Uh, like Johnny Davis to Washington at 10. I'm seeing Jeremy Wu at SI. Uh, let's see. There, there are a bunch of them. Over Yahoo had them. O'Connor, uh, our friend Amico, he like looks at all these mock drafts, big better on the NFL and NBA. Mm -hmm. He put he put them at 10, so there's a lot of that. SB Nation, Ricky O'Donnell, we had him on the show. Yes. He put Johnny Davis at 10 in his latest mock. So, Johnny Davis feels like a wizard to me. I just, why? What does that I, mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just I see him in a wizard's uniform. I see him having a bunch of games where he scores eighteen, yeah. they lose by fifteen, and just he feels like a wizard. <laughs> I like him at number ten to the Wizards. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford. We'll give you as uh, we get more information and the odds continue to shift for the number one pick. We'll, we'll update everybody on the other side. You know what it's time for. We'll go off the board next, right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.